Welcome to Doc9 Tech Talks. Good morning, everyone. Last month, Iris released their latest annual mortgage efficiency survey, which I think had some really interesting findings about the current and future digital adoption within the mortgage sector, especially in light of COVID-19. So I'm delighted to be joined today by Steve Carruthers, who is the Principal Mortgage Consultant at Iris, to talk about some of the key findings. So firstly, Steve, thanks for joining us. Um, before we dive into the survey, do you want to start by giving us a bit of background about yourself and your role at Iris? Absolutely. Thank you. Good morning, Mark. Good to, good to be joining you. Um, yeah, as you say, my, my role at Iris is um, Principal Consultant. So when, but what does that actually mean? Um, it, uh, it's primarily about working with um, lenders, mortgage lenders, UK mortgage lenders in the, in the main, uh, to try and understand their, um, I guess their technology needs to support their mortgage journeys. So the, the kind of the processes for their distribution channels, whether that be for broker or direct, um, and then their operational um, uh, and underwriting side of the business as well. So, um, so really, you know, facing off externally, speaking to all kinds of lenders, whether they, that be the, the high street um, type lenders or smaller regional um, building societies or, or indeed the, the specialist sector. Um, it's not just about the lenders though, so I, I kind of face off into other key stakeholders across the, um, the mortgage landscape. So um, all, all the distributors, so you have the mortgage clubs and the networks, et cetera, and the trade bodies, um, other FinTech uh, organizations, um, media organizations like yourself, yep. um, trade press, just basically anyone and, and everyone that's concerned in the mortgage market. Um, so I can really keep abreast of what's going on and help inform our teams internally as well. So that, you know, we're always looking to try and understand what's what's happening in the here and now, but equally what's what's coming down the tracks as well. So okay. it, 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 that's me in a nutshell. Cool. And so who are some of your uh, kind of key clients in terms of lenders, Iris? So, yeah, so the um, the, the lender client base is, is ever growing. So um, I think we're now, um, let, me, let me go through. So we, we've got Atom using uh, mm -hmm. our MSO, um, version two of MSO. Mm -hmm. We've got um, uh, Yorkshire Building Society Accord. Mm -hmm. um, we've TSB. Um, we've just gone live with uh, Principality Building Society, okay. Leeds Building Society has also gone live, mm. um, and there's more to come. <laughs> so it's a, a, an ever-growing list of lenders, which is great, great news for us. Sounds good. So in terms of, um, I guess, before we talk about some of the key takeouts from your uh, latest mortgage efficiency survey, in terms of the logistics of it, I, I think, well, am I right in saying that the research period overlapped with kind of lockdown and, you know, uh, how did that go and how did you organise all this? It did. I mean, like, like people often say in life, isn't it, timing's everything. And um, we, uh, well, obviously, none of us could have predicted what was, uh, what unfolded um, six months ago or so. Mm. Um, we'd, we'd always, um, we'd always anticipated changing the format of mm -hmm. the, um, the survey and we've taken a lot of uh, feedback from lenders that had participated historically. The survey has been going eight or nine years and um, we decided to kind of freshen it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. The approach this time round was um, very much um, doing face-to-face -face interviews, very much like this mm -hmm. with, with lenders, um, being much more discursive and uh, a kind of more of an open, open kind of uh, discussion. 
Okay. So, uh, so we, we kind of booked in all the all the lender interviews really just as lockdown started. Wow. Okay. So, um, you know, we were kind of talking to lenders whilst they were having to deal with all the changes that they were having to deal with right at that moment in time. So, you know, deep deployment of their um, their staff to go and work from home. Um, making sure that everyone was you know, um, set up and enabled to work in terms of their, their technology needs, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with the, the, the immediate impacts on their um, existing and um, new mortgage customers as well, mm-hmm. um, dealing with this whole new furlough scheme that was uh, being introduced at the time. So, so, you know, it was just a whole um, raft of change that was happening literally on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So. It was fascinating to be able to get that sort of brief glimpse and insight. Yeah. Did, did they did they keep those meetings slots with you then? Or they, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had, we had, I suppose we had the odd one or two lender that, that, that mm-hmm. as understandably, um, as you'd imagine, they, they kind of said, well, you know, could we rearrange a few, uh, a few of the appointments? But we yeah. kept on the cancelled. And and yeah. I think, um, given the the kind of the time that we were going through and 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 we continue to go through mm. um lenders were keen to talk and mm. and and, and kind of as much um about us wanting to hear from them they were keen to hear from us yes. know, knowing that we were talking to other lenders yeah so um it worked it worked really well from, from both, both perspectives sounds good so yeah bit busy busy time time during lockdown and after mm-hmm. so in terms of the the survey itself you released it uh, uh, last month on a webinar and uh, um which was um I thought was really interesting do you want to run yeah, through yeah. the kind of uh, some of the key takeouts from that especially i guess in light of covid-19 as well yeah i mean that that was that's probably one of the biggest takeouts so you know is the immediate impact uh, that covid's had uh, and continues to have for lenders mm-hmm. uh, so you know <laughs> I think it's fair to say for for all the lenders that we spoke to, and and, and I guess probably indeed for you know, yourselves, ourselves, we, we all have technology plans or we all have strategic plans mm. for our businesses. Um, and without doubt, those plans have had to change. Mm. Uh, in some instances, it's it's turned um, the lender's plans up on um, on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, in other instances, it's it's kind of accelerated those plan those plans in uh, mm-hmm. certain situations. Um, but definitely, you know, that was one of the big, the biggest uh, impacts that we saw was that the that these plans are having to change fairly, uh, fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another really interesting uh, and, and common insight was the the lenders' views that um, consumer behaviours mm. pretty rapidly. Again, you know, um, we're all having to experience um, different ways of interacting um, with. Um, you know, businesses and even, yeah. even on a personal level, I've probably done more Zoom calls with my family than I've done in my yeah. entire life. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so consumers are driving um, and want more digital engagement. So that, mm-hmm. that through really clearly from the discussions with the lenders. Um, but, but equally, whilst whilst digital engagement um, is accelerating, it's it's not at the complete expense. Um, of human interaction and mm. um, I, I guess and manual manual checks. So what we found really interesting, particularly you know one of the things that we did, Mark, was we um, we grouped the lenders into peer groups. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd had feedback in the past from um, as I say from pre- previous um, 
participants uh, who said, you know, it, it, it's great to take part in the survey, but what we'd really like is to be able to compare like with like, mm. um, makes sense. Yeah. Um, we had this year, we had 36 lenders take part, with, okay. which we've, we've ever had. You know, yeah. That's the largest um, level of participants, which is, which is great. So what that enabled us to do uh, was create peer groups. So we created four peer groups, um, high street lenders, mm -hmm. um, large building societies with, with kind of national coverage, mm -hmm. regional building societies, and the specialist and challenger. Yeah. Bank. So um, I guess what, 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 what we were starting to see, uh, which was really interesting, was that the high street lenders who you know, traditionally would employ um, technology uh, uh, to, to look at the, the large and deal with the large volume um, yeah. type business that they, that they, they process. Um, ostensibly, you know, they're looking at kind of sausage factory volume of business, straight through processing, mm -hmm. size. Um, and COVID had clearly um, changed that. Um, they were having to look at many, many more cases on an individual basis. Mm -hmm from you know, underwriters taking um, more time to do manual checks. So, so we've started to see that come through uh, in, in a number of instances. So that kind of hybrid approach going forward, that, that in, in, in many ways that the, the smaller building society, regional building societies and the, the specialist sector, they, they've, been, they've been in that arena for, for quite a while. So, um, so yeah, so typically, um, more automation becoming evident, um, definitely um, as a result of COVID, but equally, you know, lenders recognizing that uh, challenges they've got around cost income ratios as well and margin pressure, looking to mm. try to create more efficient ways to process their business. Uh, it was really interesting to see how technology has been embraced by lenders in terms of, um, you know, those lenders that have got older legacy systems mm -hmm. where it's harder to uh, either improve on those systems or connect those systems mm -hmm. or even to to remove them and, and and you know replace them you know having having been a lender myself mm. I know how dif difficult that is yeah um and then you've got um, we spoke to a number of the the smaller challenger uh, or growing challenger mm. type lenders and, and the specialist lenders who are um who are able to go and maybe buy technology platforms off, off, off the shelf and implement them quicker, uh, you know, be much more nimble mm. and mm. flexible. So, um, so yeah, so, that, so you, could, you could get a real sense of where lenders were. You know, one thing that came through was that all lenders are, are kind, of, they kind of share a common goal. Yeah. Everyone wants to try and um, make the, the house buying or mortgage uh, journey as smooth and as slick and as efficient as possible. Mm. Um, you know, but everybody's in a, they're all at different yes. stages of that journey. Yes. I think one of the things that was really interesting uh, in your uh, webinar uh, a month or so ago and, and the research itself was highlighting that, you know, a lot of focus so far has been on, you know, the early stage, uh, you know, the dip yeah. journey. And actually, you know, uh, and you can understand why people are trying to drive volumes. And that's kind of the first kind of touch point, I guess, with uh, the consumers, uh, be they brokers or, or, or borrowers. Um, 
but actually, if you think about the totality of the mortgage journey, is you know the application to you know processing through to being a, a, and I guess all the way through to conveyancing and becoming a, a you know a, a, a live loan, um, um, that has perhaps bigger opportunities now for delivering some more you know cost efficiency. Are there any kind of insights around that that you, you could share? Yeah, definitely. As you say, Mark, it was it was fascinating to to, to learn just how much focus and impetus there's been at that at that front end at the, the kind of sort of pre-dip and, and affordability, the, the, the decision in principle and the application process. Mm. But lenders have without a doubt focused a lot of their attention, their investment at that part of the journey. Um, you know, lenders have needed to be at the races in terms of their distribution, whether that be direct or, or, or broker, to yeah. have a really credible proposition to, mm. to, to, to capture the business in essence and, 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 and get the business in. But once once it's in, once it's in the in the in the process, it's you know it's really really interesting that the back end, uh, so your 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 offer and and completion parts of the process, they were really um, really different, and, and lenders really marked that part of the process down. We you know we, we to assess themselves, yes, and they felt that you know that was the part of the journey that that was uh, least automated, yeah, uh, very heavily manual. Yeah, uh, as you say, definitely ripe for um, for some innovation and, and yeah. uh, an improvement. Definitely, yeah. I guess even you know you said that you'd split up the research into kind of high street all the way you know through to kind of specialists. And I'm you know at the specialist end in particular, you'll always need you know that that human interaction where yeah. he can add value around you know understanding a case and making a decision. But really, a lot of people I speak to is you know, sort of coalesce around this idea of the kind of you know, uh, augmenting, you know, human effort with technology where it really helps. So the kind of manual tasks around lookups, yeah. grabbing data and et cetera. I think that, that's probably one of the big opportunities at the moment. It is. I think um, lenders, again, you know, realised quite quickly and thankfully very quickly on, on the back of COVID, there were certain aspects to the, the journey that they needed to um, address to keep to keep the market alive. And so a great example would be um, AVMs. Yeah. Um, so you know, um, you know, lots of data available. Has, you know, we know AVMs have been around for a while, mm -hmm. um, and some lenders have, have have adopted AVM technology and have been using AVM technology for a while. But um, I think almost every single lender we spoke to had said, "Yeah, we've 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 had to use AVM. We've moved. Yeah. You know, even the smallest of the smallest regional yeah. society, they, they're using AVM technology, and that's likely to be a technology that that will remain moving forward." Yeah. Real, as they, they, they realise the benefits that it has. Yeah, so I guess as they get more comfortable with technology, yeah. certain parameters of cases, you know, they'd be happy to kind of utilise it more. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, what, that's a good kind of specific um, um, sort of change. I think there's, there's many others, aren't there, that's similar. Oh. I guess, um, wet signatures. Yeah. Wet signatures yeah, exactly. is one. Yeah, again, another fascinating insight. Um, and it comes as no surprise, I guess, as well, is just the, the, the high level of print and rekey that still exists mm. in the place. So whilst, you know, from an outsider looking in, it might look like it's all really slick and straight through, but in actual fact, behind the scenes, many systems aren't connected up and, and it, there are, you know, there's still a lot of printing and rekeying going on, yeah. a lot of paper being, being used. So, um, you know, some lenders are still or were still printing copies of offers mm -hmm. and posting copies of offers to solicitors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they saw that the need to change uh, yeah. 
think that's another area that uh, hopefully will be a continued improvement. Yes. I guess that probably highlights that ultimately to make this experience much better, the end-to-end -end experience requires many different parties to, to adopt new technology and, and share that. And I guess um, the first kind of obvious one is around, you know, brokers and lenders passing data electronically and not having to rekey data into yeah. portals, which, you know, still amazes me as uh, it's all, you know, fairly common nowadays uh, in many instances. So I know that uh, you, uh, Iris27 Tech, Mortgage Brain, all working on sort of various solutions to, to kind of solve that challenge and your product, uh, Lender Connect. Uh, is there any kind of update on the progress of that? I mean, was that kind of, was that integration work sort of put on hold during COVID or is that kind of continued to accelerate? Uh, and is there any kind of recent um, what updates you want to give on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, timing being everything, Mark, again. Mm. Uh, we, we, we just made some really, um, great announcements recently around Lender Connect. So mm -hmm. um, no, there was no, um, there was no halt or no, no, no real uh, big delay to all the work that we've been doing with Lender Connect throughout COVID. So we, you know, yeah. we were really pleased that we were able, we were able to continue to um, progress with Lender Connect and, and all the parties that we're working with. And so we, we announced uh, fairly recently um, a pilot uh, with TSB who are, who are, they're an existing Iris MSO user. Mm -hmm. um and that's what that's gone really really well um so that's that's going to be you know rolled out formally mm -hmm. um they've been using lender connect with the likes of um london country mm -hmm. um who are who are a non-iris technology user so you one of the beauties of lender connect is it, it's it's technology agnostic mm -hmm. um so um so london country quilter another one of the uh, large distributor partners that we with uh, and who use our um, X-Plan and X-Plan mortgage software as well. Yeah. Um, and um, another non-Iris client, um, Aldermore. Yes, I saw that recently. Yeah. In the, yeah. yeah. So they, they, they've just um, announced that they're partnering with us and, and again with um, some of the other um, parties that you mentioned earlier. So, mm. so without a doubt, Lender Connect is moving forward. Um, I'd love to be able to talk to you more about others that are coming on stream. But it's good today that I can, you know, release some tweet out. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could, um, but but genuinely watch this space. That there are more more um, more coming on board okay. fairly soon, fairly soon, and 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 understandably so because the the pilots that we've run um, with with the likes of TSB, with Aldermore, London Country, etc., mm -hmm. they've demonstrated just how much uh, benefit there is and the time saving as well mm -hmm. using mm -hmm. the connect. So I think you know I've got I, if if you bear with me, indulge me. I've got a quote here from. Um, someone that took part in the in the pilot. So here, here it is, a typical TSB application would take over 20 minutes to key, but that can be reduced now down to five five or six minutes. Mm -hmm. so, so significant time savings, yep. no need to yep. re-key. So really yeah. good. That sounds positive. And I guess um, the, it's one of those things that, you know, I guess when you look at the mortgage sector, it's been kind of obvious needs to happen for a while around, you know, plugging this, the, the, the different parties together, passing data electronically, which, you know, we do a lot of work in other sectors in the financial world as well. And it's, just, you know, it is a bit behind. Um, so that's great that it seems to be accelerating uh, forward. I guess the other positive thing in that is that, you know, there are different vendors offering different solutions. And I guess for this really to push forward, they, they kind of need to be agnostic and talk to each other as well. Yeah. 
so we don't end up with you know a new sort of spaghetti junction of APIs and uh, so that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess yeah, if we if we take that full bit further, then in terms of the the mortgage journey, uh, uh, and we've identified some opportunities around uh, utilizing technology during the application and, um, and processing, etc. If we take that forward to um, legals and financing, so you mentioned around uh, you know some lenders were uh, um, I think printing documents and still sending sisters and. Uh, yeah. My last uh, house move was four years ago, and that was very uh, paper-based, which was a little bit surprising. But uh, uh, <laughs> um, but I guess if we think about the whole journey, really, that is a lot of times where the pain happens for consumers, for 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 the borrowers. Yeah. Are you seeing? Do you see that changing at the moment? Are you seeing any kind of moves? I know it's not your directly what your your focus is on, but are you seeing any momentum for that in the convincing world? I th yes, I think yeah, it's 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 like the classic um, analogy of um, turning the ship tanker, isn't it? It mm. seems to be taking an age. Um, but I think I think COVID will have undoubtedly um, helped accelerate some of the change in, in that area. Um, you know, we're seeing did more and more digitization, particularly in the um, uh, with land registry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that and that really really will help. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, I've read recently some of the, the, um, the local authorities throughout England and Wales are, are trying to digitise more of the, the searches as well, because, you know, I talk, I talk to um, people across the industry and they, they often say that's, that's where the bottleneck mm. happens. Mm. So whilst the, the, the solicitors and the conveyances themselves um, are um, enhancing and developing their systems, yeah. often at the mercy of other parts of the, of the process, yeah, uh, they haven't quite caught up with 21st century technology. So, yeah. um, so I think you know, in answer, yes, it it, it is changing. It's taking time, but, and it sounds cliched as well. But it is it, it's going to be about collaboration. It needs everyone to work together on this. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's a, and we're seeing we are seeing more of that. Mm. I guess that's a challenge as well. It's quite a particularly that's quite a fragmented market as well. There's you know many many conveyances, etc. And I guess yeah. Probably, that speed and efficiency uh, of the different platforms that are developed could become a key kind of competitive driver, really, to kind of, uh, and I guess the, those that are the most efficient and can adopt this new technology will kind of rise to the top and those that don't. They, they will, they will, Mark, I agree. Um, but e equally, um, yeah. the consumer will drive, the yes. consumer will drive the change. So, you know, like we're seeing just now in, in other parts of the mortgage process and in other industries, mm. um, consumer behavior, changes on the back of COVID, as I said earlier, yeah. you know, are driving consumers to use more digital, more technology engagement. And, and the, you know, people will come to expect yeah. more of that. In, 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 you know, so it, some, you know, logically, if you take that forward to the conveyancing part of the process, mm -hmm. someone wants to move house, they'll, you know, they'll want to move quicker and they will, they will challenge uh, and, and want to understand why, why can't, it, can't I do this on my phone, for example? You know? yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, things like digital ID and uh, yeah. technology. Um, interesting, I saw a stat the other day uh, released by the Open Banking, um, the, the, I think it's the foundation that, that kind of lead that, that's saying that open banking usage has doubled during uh, the last six months. Yeah. Which was interesting, because that was a bit of a slow starter for the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, pushed by, well, by government and industry that, you know, didn't really necessarily take off to start with. People didn't necessarily understand uh, uh, what that technology did or didn't feel comfortable. But that's interesting. That's really seems to have found its moment, really. And that obviously has some benefits for, you know, underwriting. Uh, it uh, does. Numbers. It does. And, and, and we, we spoke with the lenders during the, the mortgage efficiency survey uh, about open banking. Yeah. And it is 
it's firmly on their agendas. Mm. Uh, but as, as you'd imagine right here, right now, with everything that lenders are having to deal with, it's perhaps kind of dropped down the priority order a little bit, but it, it, will, be, it will be addressed, I'm yeah. sure it will be. And yeah. I think, as you said, consumer awareness has been low. Um, even the terminology, open banking, Yes, I, I, I've read in a few places. Let's just call it, you know, it's banking. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So intuitively, people often don't want to feel very open about their personal yeah. from a branding perspective. I guess it's an interesting kind of. Uh, yeah. So, interesting. Actually, a lot of the um, uh, uh, instances of using open banking for payments now they don't actually even call it open banking; they just call it no. bank payment or, or similar. Um, so, right. I guess. Um, so we, we actually last met up in person in, at the end of January at uh, uh, our Doc9's uh, Mortgage Transformation Roundtable in the Gherkin. And it feels uh, a very long time ago now, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And there was, uh, we debated lots of, uh, um, sort of things related to mortgage technology as a group. And I guess um, there was a consensus, or I certainly was, uh, uh, of the view that 2020 was building up to be a bit of a tipping point. You know, the last few years, there's been a lot of investment behind the scenes around getting ready to plug into APIs, etc. Uh, and obviously there was some sort of debate on on how positive, you know, uh, how realistic my positive and uh, positive views were uh, in the room. Um, I guess it's fair to say that in a kind of roundabout way, uh, the digital technology that kind of accelerated uh, adoption in the sector in a, in a way none of us could have expected. Um, yeah. Do you feel, I mean, you, we've both been around the sector for a fair while now. Um, there's been a number of false storms before uh, when it comes to mortgage technology adoption. Do you think this time will be different? I do, I do, Mark. Um, it certainly feels different. Mm. It definitely feels different. Um, I think um, I'm trying to avoid using the, the the word that everyone's using just now, in terms of the the, the landscape we're all in. in the mm. um, it, uncharted, uncharted waters. Yeah. It, it, you know where we are right now. Um, and and as I think I said earlier, no, no two days or two weeks feel the same right now. Mm. Um, but but I think everybody has, you know, this has really caused everyone to, to kind of sit up and, and think about how are we going to, how are we going to future proof our business going forward? How are we going to continue to um, deliver, um, you know, fantastic outcomes for our, for customers and smoother journeys, more efficient journeys mm. against the backdrop of a, of a, of this landscape that's not likely to change in, in the short to medium term, mm. you know, the, the conversations uh, I've been having over the last, um, certainly over the last two or three weeks, even, um, you know, with lenders particularly, you know, people aren't returning to offices in droves, and that's not likely to happen, you know, at the earliest until quarter one next year, maybe even beyond that, mm. you know, who knows. Um, so people's um, lenders' models and, and propositions are needing to adapt. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, Technology and the digitization of processes, combined with 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 the, you know the human the human touch and human interaction, and as you said earlier, uh, you know third party integrations using APIs to access data to really help the the you know the, the process. <clears throat> I, I do think that that's that's going to have to happen, and, and it is happening. You know, as I say, we're talking to lenders more more now than ever who who realize. Um, you know what's the quote? I'm hearing. I'm hearing now more than ever uh, a phrase, a sense of phraseology around um, people don't want to be left behind. Mm-hmm. Hearing people say that more today than I did, let's say back in January. Yeah. Um, so that that tells me something. That tells me that 
that, that you know, businesses and, and organizations are genuinely looking at how, how do we uh, evolve yeah. and, and use technology moving forward. Yes, I agree. I get interesting to see uh, uh, next year, uh, not, I guess that's uh, six months in six months in the future, you'll be kicking off a new round of uh, surveys. It'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, how much of that intention yeah. mind uh, set shift has, has kind of turned into reality, I guess. And uh, yes, if there's a bit of a sort of distinction between those that have moved ahead and those that perhaps haven't interesting to see um definitely so in terms of uh, we're almost out of time for today uh, but as a final thought uh i think your survey is available for people to get and download uh do you want to share with our audience how they can get hold of the copy yeah no absolutely the, the full survey is online at our website uh, iris.com uh, forward slash mes 2020 mm-hmm. um i would thoroughly recommend um people download and have a, have a read and my contact details are on there as well if anyone's questions or wants to gain you know more detail behind the insight happy to have a conversation brilliant and i'll uh we'll include uh, a link to that in the show notes as well so brilliant okay brilliant. well thanks a lot for your time today steve and sharing that that was really interesting and um, hopefully we can catch up uh, catch up soon definitely thank you mark it's been great to chat